Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD with Matt and Emily. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. It was It's really good to hear you and see you. I realize I've started saying welcome back every week. And there's another podcast to listen to where they always say, they always just lead off the podcast with, we're back. <laughs> and I think I've just absorbed that by saying we're back instead it's, of whatever. It's like me with Binge Mode. Mm-hmm. Because I won't mention the podcast I'm talking about. Oh, I will. Keeping it secret. I will. It's not binge mode. I wish it was. Uh, Go listen to that episode, listeners. Again, if you have already listened to it once. Two weeks ago? Yeah. Listen to it again. Go for it. Listen to old episodes. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) What do I care? Listen to whatever one you want. You know what? I do care and I hope that they do. Listen to them out of order. It doesn't doesn't really matter. Listen to this one. Then listen to one, I don't know, seven episodes ago. There's no narrative. There's not. There's not a story we're telling. You can hear Emily and I's growth as true. podcasters, if that's anything that's interesting to you. Maybe the ups and the downs. I don't know that we're always going up, up, up. That's true. I'd like to always be going up. You Sometimes know, you go lateral. Life is a struggle. Sometimes you dip. I mean, there's the, va- think, valleys, there's peaks, there's plateaus. Think about the stock market, you know? I try not to. You can't just invest for the short term. You got to stay in it for the long term. Because it's ups and downs. Matt. Uh, Emily, what's this show about? Tell the listeners. <laughs> it's not about stocks, let me tell you. Um, the show is called TBD. Mm-hmm. It is spelled T-E-A-B-D. And that's important because we drink tea mm-hmm. the entire time. Drinking tea. And we also have guests that bring on topics that we don't know about beforehand. No, it's to be determined. Yes, which is why TBD is a pun. Mm-hmm. It's not a funny pun. No, I mean, I don't think puns are necessarily funny. Check the definition out sometime. I'm not going to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we are an unfunny pun. It's just two words, just two things we mash together. It's a mashup of the word T and the acronym TBD. I know, but I just, I don't care about the definition of pun. I mm-hmm. just don't think a pun is necessarily funny. In fact, I think most of the time the opposite. I think people are trying to be funny. We're not trying to be funny. TBD is not an intentionally funny name. I'll say that. Yeah. If you think it's funny, that's your deal. Yeah. And I'm not going to hear, I'm not here to stop you, no. but it's not our intention. Emily, you had mentioned something about a guest. Yes, I did. Um, we have a guest this week. <laughs> I didn't just say that before to say it. We have a guest this week and our guest, would we, who, would, who we would like to welcome to the podcast stage <laughs> is Brandon DeZerko. Hello. There welcome. you go. Not welcome back. Welcome. First well, time. First time. Wow. You did it. You're uh, here. So happy to be here. Podcast is over now. Oh, wow. What a, bye. <laughs> the other thing that's to be determined is the length. <laughs> and we do a little randomizer beforehand. and I got the short episode. Yeah. I'm sorry. You landed on three minutes. <laughs> Dang. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not a bad idea, actually. That uh, not a bad idea at all. Length thing. Um, I think it probably works better if you don't drag a guest here. It'd be awfully cruel if we gave you a three minute. Uh, I actually, um, one of my friends told me about like a YouTube interview series where an uh, interviewer will have like a code, like a secret word. Mm-hmm. And whenever, like if the interviewee says the word, they will end the interview right there and the video's over. Hmm. And so they've had really long interviews and they've had very short interviews. And these people <laughs> don't know what's going on beforehand. Yeah. Um, Nightmare. I wonder what the easiest word has been. Just word the. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. And we're done. And we're done. <laughs> it's like um, 
it's like that improv game teachers will have you do where they like give you like something hidden like a word you can't say or a word you kill someone mm-hmm. if they say it's really fun i don't even know this one that is a fun one <laughs> it's fun i like to do that yeah um hidden word yeah it's also like peewee's playhouse where there was a secret mm-hmm. word and then they would go crazy on the show did you ever watch Pee Wee's Playhouse, yep. friends? I did not. I did. I saw it live on Broadway when they oh, wow. did the thing in like ooh, 2012 uh, when it came back. And then they turned it into the HBO special. And there was an iPad as a character. It was basically like the old show. Whoa. But then he was like, let's throw in some random like current things. Like, And so there was an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> That's so current. Um, it's too current. 2012, very current. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still current now. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's true. It'll live on forever. So there's Fortnite, right? <laughs> so there's which, Fortnite, right? which is which is seems like a fad and would just kind of uh-huh. go away. But because it's in, it gets a shout out and is played in Avengers Endgame, which is the biggest movie of all time. True. Now Fortnite is is bound to be in society like forever because it's going to be in that movie forever. Or it could just be like one of those dated references in like ten years where. You're just like, oh, wow, this movie must have been made in this year because mm. they said Fortnite. I agree. True. Well, I f- hope so. Fortnite is also like the biggest game ever yeah. or something. It's like make the mo- made the most money of any game of all time. dumb, big. It's huge. And it's a free game. Mm-hmm. It's The game is free. It's still made the most money of yeah. like ever. People Are there a lot of like paywalls and... There's like, you can buy skins mm. and animations and all these things. And kids especially are like, oh man, I got to look cool. Yeah, the dance moves. Mm-hmm. That is how you feel when you're a kid. Yeah. You got to blend in. You got to look cool. Mm-hmm. I might have uh, talked to us in the podcast before, but uh, I worked for this company that had two arm, two wings to it. And I worked on one side. You worked on a plane? Uh, we had two wings. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And the right wing had an engine and the left wing also had an engine. <laughs> um. Although you only need one engine to fly a plane, as we learned on last week's episode of the podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, I worked in one, one area that was completely separate from the other. It was one of those things where just one company, for some reason, owned both these things. But the other half was this company that made hundreds of millions of dollars a year selling uh, ringtones and cell phone backgrounds and like would do those things where they would text you jokes <laughs> and just the most random stupid stuff hundreds of millions of dollars a year and their whole everything they ever sold was to like children amazing it was the whole point of it <laughs> and i just ever since then i'm like yes kids will buy any mm-hmm. garbage you throw in their face <laughs> huh. uh it's true so hence Fortnite. <laughs> hence Fortnite. um what are you looking at emily <laughs> um oh, i was thinking about playing Fortnite and how bad i would be i was oh. more zoning out um and then i remembered yesterday at a party i was at i played a driving game and i truly was so bad i uh, said beforehand i was gonna be bad mm-hmm. and i was worse than i thought i would be Oof. the simpsons road rage yeah. is the game in question oh, a game for okay. the gamecube yeah uh, which i brought to the party <laughs> i'm a cool guy who brings video games to parties i mean if you're playing video games at a party why not Hell bring yeah. simpsons road rage we did emily was very bad i was incredibly bad <laughs> As much as I would tell her to, the, what button was the reverse button, she would not press that button. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, halfway through, I almost was like, Matt, you need to finish this game for me. <laughs> but I stuck it out. Well, honestly, so brave of you Thank to you. do that. So Thank brave. you. Thank you. It was a struggle. I did get the reverse thing two thirds of the way through. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, that's learning for you. Yeah. Thank you. That's progress. And you don't like driving 
in real life. No. So driving in a video game is also not mm. fun, I guess. I couldn't stay straight. I kept going wild places. I landed landed in the wa- water multiple times. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. This is not a, this is a one person game, isn't it? No, it's two. It's two. Oh, you can two do people. Okay. Head to head. No, if it had been one person, I would have quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I knew the other person was better than me and the game mm-hmm. would end cuz he would reach the goal. That's I important. I I watched him playing and I was wondering if he was being nice to you because he seemed to not be playing very well either. He was better. He was definitely better so than you, better. but he was either like holding up or was also still not very good himself. I think he was not good at first, but then figured it out. Mm. Okay. It's a little tricky game. It's like if anyone ever played Crazy Taxi, it's like the same game mm-hmm. when you're delivering passengers, but it's the Simpsons, Simpsons. themed. Mm-hmm. We also played it with no volume and I'm going to say 78% of the enjoyment of this game is the dialogue <laughs> and the jokes that the characters in in uh, with the real actors are, are cracking these jokes. And that's the best part. That makes sense for a licensed game. Yeah. <laughs> but we had it on mute. Wow. It was so a party. Fun. I don't know. Yeah. There were no jokes. No jokes. All Just me running jokes. into everything. The <laughs> only joke was Emily's <laughs> gameplay. <laughs> I would be mad, but I can't be mad because I was so bad. <laughs> At one point, I needed to get through a fence, and I was like, I can't jump over this fence. How am I supposed to get over this fence? I can't jump over a fence. I'm a car. Yeah. Have you ever jumped a car over a fence? Either of you can answer. <laughs> um, believe it or not, I have not. Wow. Uh, not in real life uh, at all. I also have not. No. Wow. Wow. Have I driven over a fence? No. I mean, I guess technically if I've been on a bridge, and there was like a fence below it, I have driven over. That's really stretching the definition, but... Also, I'll allow it. Very curious as to how many fences are under bridges. Um, so I don't know if this is technically a bridge, but I was once in Boston mm-hmm. at the old Down East uh, Cidery Brewery, mm-hmm. and it was like in a very industrial area, and there was like a highway that went up, and there oh. were like fences around. Construction okay. or anything? Yeah, if you're going over an overpass and below it, they're doing sure. something. No. Okay, I buy it. Yeah, I buy it. Congrats. Fixing the bridge. Maybe the bridge is being fixed, so there's fencing to keep people from oh. touching it. I don't know. Don't touch this bridge. We're fixing it. Don't touch this bridge. <laughs> but if the bridge is being fixed, we couldn't drive over it. So That's true. But if you're in a car, in a plane. Oh, I've planed over plenty of fences. Yeah. Done that. <laughs> That's the only reason I fly. To fly over the fences. I was trying to get over fences. Um, you know a fence is like a, something, someone you can sell illegal goods to? Yeah, I learned that from video games. Red Dead Redemption, perhaps? Uh, actually, Skyrim. Skyrim. I learned it from Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although I later, I later heard, I started hearing the word fence, maybe I saw like a movie or something, and I was like, I know what that is because of this video game, but I probably heard it used in other movies and stuff and just like never... I was like, okay, fine. He called him a fence. Like, I don't know what that means, but he called him that. Okay, fine. He called him a fence. <laughs> but now I know it's someone you can sell illegal goods to. It's yeah. like a middleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you steal the goods, you sell them to this person who's a shady person, mm-hmm. and then they can sell them without like the guilt of having committed the crime. Yeah. So they can be, they're like, oh, I didn't, no, I wasn't, I didn't rob that person. Mm-hmm. It is still a crime though, right? Uh, if they know, if they can prove that they knew they were okay. stolen goods, people they all speak in code, kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. Um, or it's like the kind of thing, don't tell me where you got this from, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a pawn shop in that way. Yeah, pawn shops are just modern day fences. Really, they I mean yes. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's why people 
they're just like, oh, it's all stolen goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pawn shop. Oh. Speaking of pawn shops. <laughs> Great transition. I know. So um, smooth. You can go to stores and you can buy tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. And we have tea today. In fact, I bought this tea in a store. <laughs> wow. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea <laughs> talk. I think that was the best transition we ever had. Welcome to tea talk. You know, that, that was the song you just sang for tea talk. And you can also buy music in stores. <laughs> what? Also true. And I did not know there was a song. Yes. Yeah. That little that little one. That wow. is the song. Oh, wow. It changes a little bit every time. Okay. Yeah. We have no post-production on this show. <laughs> There's no real theme songs, anything. Just, hello, here we are. And Emily acapella singing our tea talk song. <laughs> That's how you cut costs. Um, oh, yeah. You got to keep costs low on a mm-hmm. show like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is DIY. <laughs> sometimes I do listen to the podcast, not super often, but then when I get to the tea talk part, I'm like, Emily, girl, you cannot sing. <laughs> girl. We all know this. Um, but I do my best. Matt, what let is me, this tea? Let me talk about this tea for a little bit. So as recent, recent or longtime listeners know, I was in Japan a few weeks ago. <laughs> I was there and, you know, they love tea there. I didn't really find, I wasn't really inspired to buy tea basically anywhere because, well, I'd order it, but not really, I didn't buy any like souvenir tea. Mm-hmm. Then I get to the airport. I have time to kill. I'm just buying crap at the airport. <laughs> so I buy this tea. It's simply called Japanese green tea. <laughs> no fancy name. No real branding on here, although it's by the Ito N Company, which I've seen. They, they're like all over Japan. Like they sell like iced teas and it's as a, like bottled. It's like Coke over there, although they also have oh, Coke. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it, Ito N mostly sells tea based things, but I think they also maybe have other soft drinks. Uh, so it's just a green tea. It only needed to steep for 30 seconds, which, which is was alarming because I did not set a timer and forgot to check after more than 30 seconds. Hmm. So uh, I do. I'm going to read the instructions. We don't normally do this, but I like them so much. How to make delicious green tea. Wow. A little one presumptive. Yeah. Keep going. Well, I think they're open. It's open ended enough where I think that's the right way of saying it. Uh, First, please be careful when handling boiled water. Step one, add tea leaves. Step two, pour hot water directly into the teapot from a kettle. Steep about 20 to 30 seconds. And then pour into cups equally, little by little, to the last drop. Finally, please adjust steeping time with your taste. Wow. Plenty of wiggle room in there for the how to make delicious green tea thing to be true. Mm-hmm. I will say I did not pour little by little. I poured whole cups. Wow. Spilled it on my floor. <laughs> Spilled it on the floor. Um, so you did not pour carefully either then. Yes. Mm. Um, and then there's still tea left. So I've not, we've not even gone to the last drop. Wow. No. Uh, and it's made in Japan. I hope they never find out what, how you did no this. No one tell them. Uh, I'm going to call up Narita, Air- Narita Airport. Please do. where I flew out from. <laughs> Which is like two hours out of Tokyo, but it's like the Tokyo, or there, I think there's two airports, but it's like the main international one, but it was like a two hour drive. I took a cab ride that I did not have to pay for. Um, oh. That was, uh, it was like $200 or something like that, but it's like normal. They like drive people there, but the ride was so long. You were like on the highway for just forever. <laughs> 
Um, nowhere near as close as any of the airports yeah. in New York. I, every single time I fly, I take a cab home. And if it was $200, I would not do that. I did not get a free cab ride uh, when I arrived. And I took one of like the really fast trains. Oh, bullet uh, trains? It was, yeah. It was maybe not a bullet train, but it was still the pretty fast trains. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was only like, that was like 20 bucks. <laughs> much, wow. much better. Better option. Mm-hmm. And I saw like a whole bunch of uh, countryside because mm-hmm. it is still very far. <laughs> um, how do you get home from the airport, Brandon? I will generally, I don't fly very often. So I, I take the luxury of taking a cab because I'm just like, I just want to sit in a car. I just want to relax, probably sleep, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I'm happy for you. Thank you. No problem. Back to this tea. <laughs> good. Uh, th- I mean, it was from the airports. So we had to talk. We, we had, had to talk. Had to quick, we had to. Quick airport chat. <laughs> um, so this tea is a green tea mm-hmm. and the leaves are green, like a dark forest green. Looks like, in my words, that I will repeat right now, <laughs> grass clippings. Mm-hmm. Um, while we're drinking the tea, Brandon, what is your relationship to tea? I do not drink a lot of tea. Uh, when I do drink tea, I normally put what can be described as too much honey because it's too much honey and I like honey a lot Mm -hmm. and I usually use the tea as a vehicle for that. Did you put too much honey in this tea? I will say I did not put too much honey in this tea to do a service to the podcast. Wow. You're a hero. (laughs) I thank you. I didn't need that, but thank you. No, you're a hero. I will. I will take that with grace. Thank you. I think I'm just gl- glad we finally had someone who appreciates honey because I feel like I like honey and I put honey in my tea. Emily, not a honey person. And I feel like we've maybe had one other person and of all yeah. of our guests, I think we've had one other person who who wanted uh, honey in their tea. It's pretty wild. And I fair, think I, that's crazy because honey is such a tea yeah. thing. I think that might be my fault though, because when I ask, I say, do you need milk or sugar? Emily's not always throwing out the honey. I'm not always throwing out the honey. It's true. I had to separately ask for yeah. it. Yeah. So it might be me. Wow. Emily, you gotta you gotta host people with all the ingredients. I'll start adding honey to the list. Maybe I should just buy a tray and it has like everything in it and we just set that out and people can put whatever they want in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Emily Emily also has her special sugar. I do. Her sweet and sweet and lows, right? Yeah. Uh, which you also don't offer to guests. I people have used them before. But you say, correct me if I'm wrong, but she asked you if you want milk or sugar. Uh, I will not correct you because you are right. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay, so <laughs> this tea talk has turned into attack against me. Um, it's about time it happened. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm going to turn it back on Brandon. Uh, I don't know. I've been listening to some of the episodes and I knew this was coming. I knew that your day of reckoning was, was here. Um, do you just Are you just not in the habit of drinking tea or you just don't? particularly love it do you drink coffee i only started drinking coffee within like the last two years Mm -hmm. and that's for only like extreme emergencies Mm -hmm. when i'm so 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 tired and i have Mm -hmm. things to do for the rest of the day or i stayed up late and now have things to do so i have to drink coffee then also Mm -hmm. i know about that Mm -hmm. i know about that yeah did you have coffee this morning emily i know you slept four hours i had iced coffee i had iced coffee this morning it was good. I don't think I drank the whole thing, though. Hmm. Classic Emily, oh. not drinking the whole thing. That's true. Well, I have to drink the whole thing or I'll feel like I wasted money. Hmm. And I do that with even food. I'll do it with drinks I don't like unless I hate it. 
which happened with like a star. I got a Starbucks eggnog. Ooh, I've like, not had latte that one. once. Yeah. I was like, this will be fun. Truly one of the worst things I've ever had in my life. I've not had that one, I but away. the gingerbread latte is pretty good. That's delicious. And the chestnut praline latte is actually my favorite. Also delicious. I had a praline uh, chai latte for around, it's like a Christmas time drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, I was like, this is far too sweet to be a thing anyone should ingest, but I'm having a great time having mm-hmm. it. I mean, a chai latte is already kind of bad for you, but then they just pump a bunch of praline mm-hmm. sugar water into it. It's perfect. <laughs> I would actually in the winter get the chestnut praline latte a lot more often, but the word chestnut is in there and that's a nut. And my school is a nut-free school and I don't want to break the rules. Wow. Good for There's you. There's probably not an ounce of chestnut in Listen, <laughs> not at all. I am the hero of this story. <laughs> And honestly, thank you. No problem. You've been so brave today. And mm-hmm. You've really given us all the brave things you've ever ever, ever done. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, uh, should we rate this tea? I think we should. All right. Is there anything else we need to say about the tea? Um, I just actually had my first sip right now. Um, I got to say, we could probably have steeped this longer than the, the 30, 30 to 45 seconds we steeped it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty light. Yeah. Um, I mean, the rest that's yeah. in here for your second round, I mean, that's just been steeping this whole time, so that might be a little stronger. Yeah. Um, but that's all I have to say. I think that's true. It is a little light. This is also yeah. standard green tea, which we haven't had in a long time. Like that's a true. Straight just up a, green tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No frills. No frills. No frills. Except for the packaging the is packaging very pretty. Is so, honestly, I thought it was a Christmas tea before you said it was a green tea. Mm-hmm. Because like you see red and white and flowers, and I thought Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very it's very pretty. It is. I would keep that box and use it for something. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll probably keep tea in it. Well, there you go. <laughs> wow. I know exactly what I'm going to keep in this That's tea container. Using your noggin. Although the only problem is it's like a cardboard outside, so it's going to mm. get mm. it's going to eventually get grimy. Where like usually these same containers are more of a they're just a metallic or a painted yeah. Yeah. painted metal. Um, just gotta appreciate it while you have it, I guess. I know. I will. Oh, I will. That's good. Wow. Brandon, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, is this Japanese green tea your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's my cup of tea. Well, because it's not too. The flavor's not that strong, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that as a non-tea drinker. Because really, I want that honey. Is your is the honey your cup of honey? The honey is my cup of honey, no doubt. Pato honey. Pato honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do really like this. Is like, well, I haven't been asked to rate it yet, but I do like the casualness of the flavor of this because it's kind of you could kind of just have it and just it just exists. You yeah. just sip on. You almost it's like having water. It's a little not like water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just sometimes how I think about tea. You're drinking water. It's it's mm-hmm. good for you. Coffee with no milk and sugar is got no calories in it. It's just, it's really? just water. It's just bean flavored water. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Which is why I, whenever I drink coffee, it's mostly milk mm. and some sugar. That's what I used to do, but then I started drinking it. I drink my iced coffee or cold brew black. Wow. I used to do pump milk, lots of milk, mm-hmm. and then flavor of some kind. But I've slowly been whittling that away to now just drinking yeah. black iced coffee. Wow. I don't do any flavors, but I do a generous amount of milk. One packet of sweet and low if I have it. Then I stir it around and I drink it. I was kind of fishing for you to call me a hero after I said that. 
I uh, thought about it, but I have called you here too many that's times. True. But you know, that's honestly, true. I'm really. I'm sorry that I did not. No, it's okay. Brandon, you're a hero. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. Really getting off that sugar. Yeah. Hero's journey really just like starting off as just mm-hmm. some yeah. just someone who didn't know what they were doing. Nope. And then. Did you have a wise man help you mm-hmm. through the process? Yeah. What are the other parts? <laughs> oh, I think the wise man has to, has something has to happen to him. I have to like achieve my goal and then fail and then battle my way back yeah. to achieving my goal again. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Do you like feel that. you battled your way back? Yeah, there was a there was a dark period where I started getting milk and syrup again, and mm-hmm. wow. a real low in my life. You truly are the hero of this story. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. And now you've triumphantly gotten to the point where you drink black, uh, cold brew, <laughs> yep. ice coffee. What, what a hero! <laughs> God, the hero, not the hero that uh, Manhattan needed, but the one we got. <laughs> I think the one Manhattan deserves. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely. Move over, Spider Man. <laughs> it's Batman. Spider-Man is also in New York. Batman yeah. is the hero of but, Gotham City. But the line, the line, the one we, the one we deserve is from The mm-hmm. Dark Knight. I did not know that. That's true. It's, uh, Commissioner Gordon says it to just the people of Gotham. He's giving a speech, right? <laughs> or he's telling it to his son. I don't even remember. And I love that movie. <laughs> it was a topic on this podcast once. <laughs> wow. Speaking uh, of things you love, Matt. Um, Matt, is this Japanese green tea? Your cup of tea? Or not your cup of tea. I'm so glad you asked. Um, I wasn't going to, but I did. You're a real hero. <laughs> so many heroes today. Honestly, it's great. Um, much like this tea, I feel like maybe we were watering the term down. <laughs> hero. Uh, nope. We're all doing heroic acts <laughs> Yeah, right we're now. clearly, there's a room of heroes right now. I mean, I haven't been called a hero yet, but uh, I'll see if that comes <laughs> to fruition. <laughs> um. But please, if you don't want to call me a hero, that also works. Matt, as a, answer the question. That works as a game. Um, <laughs> uh, this is my cup of tea. It's good, and it's good because I bought it, and now I'm stuck with it for the rest of the bag. So I'm glad I'm not going to regret purchasing this. Classic Emily. Pour, she's pouring more tea, but she's spilling it every time I tell her, "Don't tip it more. Don't tip it as much as you're tipping it." She does it anyways. She's kind of a speed pourer when it comes to tea. <laughs> Um, it's kind of like flipping. It's a uh, Tom Cruise in cocktail. She's mm. flipping the bottles around. She's speed pouring. Um, True. She's throwing this kettle around. People can't see, but she's throwing this kettle behind her back. Uh, Emily is a, a professional juggler, and I know that hasn't come up yet um, because it's actually her secret. And uh, she's going to comment on that right now as she climbs back in her chair. I just want to say. <laughs> That it's so hard to be away from the microphone and not be able to defend yourself. I know, I know. Um, I mostly spilled it because I was at a very bad angle, which is why I ended up standing up. Listeners, I stood up during the middle of this podcast. Um, I'm the hero. Um, Truly a hero. I also really only expected to have to fill mine, and then I filled up everyone's, which was fine. (laughs) I just felt rushed because I know I'm going to get asked questions soon, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to have to rush, you know? Mm -hmm. Did I call this my cup of tea yet? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I did. This I is my cup so. of tea. I like it. Um, it's good. And I can't believe Matt told everyone my secret about being a juggler. I know. I didn't want people to know that. Oh, I'm so sorry. 
Are you telling people to? I, I mean, I told them that you, I witnessed it right now. I, I didn't mean to bring it up. He saw you throw the kettle behind your back. I know. Mm. Well, presumably you didn't know she was a professional juggler until you saw that. Exactly. I was no. like, that's a pro move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's no amateur. Yeah. Can you imagine if I had done that for real? Uh, I, I would did, be blown away. I can't imagine it because I watched I, it. I saw it. <laughs> My own eyes. Don't call me. Don't gaslight me about this. <laughs> Emily. Matt. Do you find Ito N's, uh, which is spelled I-T-O-E-N, uh, their Japanese green tea that I got from Narita Airport uh, at the end of, at the beginning of July <laughs> to be your cup of tea or and not your cup of tea. Matt, I'm so glad you asked. Listeners, I'm going to give you a little secret. The reason I wanted to fill my cup of tea up mm-hmm. before I answered this question mm. was because I wanted a stronger version of this tea. Because when it was not very strong, it was not my cup oh. of tea, guys. Wow. This is stronger now. But I felt like if I had poured it again, it would have been beca- became my cup of tea. And listeners, I got to tell you. It's my cup of tea. Wow. wow. Real hero's journey there that yeah. tea made. The, yeah, the tea went on the journey this yeah, time. <laughs> the tea's a real hero. It was boiling mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, I read, I read its whole journey earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, at first it just felt a little light, which you guys liked, but I don't like water. So <laughs> wow. I needed to be flavored. Sure. So. The enemy of... Um, uh, em- Emily's enemy is water. <laughs> Does not like water. Um. Yeah. This is dif- this is a different taste. It's like a completely different tea. <laughs> is it still your cup of tea, Matt? Still my cup of tea. Brandon, is it still your cup of tea? It is still my cup of tea. Did you put more honey in? I did not put honey to do a service to the podcast. Wow. And taste the tea by itself. What a hero! Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you sacrificed. Heroes have to make sacrifices. You have to make sacrifices. And still my cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Pretty good. Tea talk done. Tea talk complete. Oh, wow. There we go. Brandon, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so oh, much for having me. It's over. It's oh, over. No. Again, it's over. Oh, another um, surprise ending. But just so you know, everything that we've already discussed is not important. Yeah, before we act, before we end it, let's spend 30 or so minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's now the most important part of the to- okay. podcast. Brandon, what's your topic today? Okay, so I, I listened in to a couple other ones, so I saw that I could do two topics oh wow wow because i was really having a hard time splitting between the two so the two i thought of were drinking games and pixar movies oh wow i have to ask have you ever done a a drinking game to a pixar movie uh no i would never disrupt the sanctity of a pixar movie with a drinking game should we hit one of these topics harder first um, Which one do you want? Oh, wow. I have to choose. Uh, well, now I, I don't want to. I don't want all the questions to be like. Uh, well, what if we did a? Dr- well, I mean, I guess we could do them, combine them both. But you already said you don't want to ruin the sanctity. <laughs> I, I will not. Uh, let's do drinking games first. Okay. Because Pixar movies is like bigger. I think is a more important one that I want to end on. Okay. Bigger. What is your favorite drinking game? Uh, beer pong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Are you? You're good at it. I think I'm good at it. Wow. Uh, there are times where I've been very good at it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you get better as you drink? Um, I start off really good because I started playing beer pong before I drank. Because mm. uh, I didn't drink till I was twenty-one. Wow, you are the hero. <laughs> Thank you. That's the first heroic thing I've heard this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> maybe you didn't hear the coffee thing earlier. 
But no, yeah, I didn't drink till I was 21 because I didn't want my, I was like trying to set a good example for my little brother and little sister. Mm-hmm. When did and, they start drinking? Um, I, I can't, I don't want to say on a podcast. <laughs> but, and then. So that means it was under 21. <laughs> I'll, I'll read between the lines. <laughs> uh, just to say to my siblings, I didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then, so I, I would play as in a fraternity. So there's like drinking games. There's like beer pong. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like really into it. And so I would either put water in my cups mm-hmm. or I put beer in my cups and my partner would have to drink it. Mm-hmm. And so then you really need to be good because otherwise no one's going to want to play with you because they're going to get, they're going to lose all the time and be really drunk. Mm-hmm. That's true. Unless they want that to happen. They were, we were all really competitive with beer. Pong. Uh, all you had to do is <laughs> like say too competitive. fraternity and it speaks volumes <laughs> how competitive you were. <laughs> um. I told this story yesterday, but okay. the first time I ever won a beer pong game, which I'm very bad at, was on my 21st birthday. Nice. And wow. I don't think it was completely because the other person felt bad and wanted me to win my birthday. It wasn't like Simpsons Road Rage where no. they gave up, <laughs> held back. Uh, well, no, that's good. I mean, that's you properly turned 21 by winning your first game yeah. of beer pong. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. That was a hero's journey of... I was the hero. You're a hero. Um... Did you lose a bunch of beer pong before that? Or was oh. it the first night you ever played? No, I <laughs> lost so often. <laughs> I can't believe you never just lucked into a win before that. Yeah, that's honestly pretty wild. <laughs> well, see, part of the problem is, is that I have since learned that when you win, you have to play again. Oh, yeah. And that's gotta, the nightmare because I don't want to have to play again. You got to run the table. Ugh, playing again. God. I don't mind. If I play one game and I lose and I'm done, I'm okay. But as soon as you win one game, you don't want to lose because mm-hmm. then it's all that much worse. Like the more you win, the less you want to lose because you got your streak going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to be a legend. You want to be a legend. You want to beat everyone who's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you lose the first game. You're like, oh, oh, well, I'm going to go do something else. <laughs> if I lose that first game, I'm trying to get back on that table as quickly as possible. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. Are you finding a new partner or are you sticking with your same partner? It really, it really depends. If I, if I feel like the partner was, you know, just really, we weren't gelling, I'm going to look for, or if they want to quit because they have the common sense to want to enjoy the party rather than play beer pong, mm-hmm. uh, I will look for a new partner. Mm-hmm. I also realize I want to quickly say we're all on the same page. Beer pong, you've got a triangle of solo cups yeah. about this. and you're throwing ping pong balls at the other ends of the yes. table. Yes. Great. Um, We're good. <laughs> so I think for me, one of the most interesting things about drinking games is that everyone has their own rules. Mm-hmm. Do you have any special, specifically beer pong rules? I, I do. So I we played a really bare bones version that I've just kept with me forever. Uh, so it's like you put a ping pong ball space between the cups, Ooh. which a lot of, which is not welcoming to anyone no. at all. No. It is not a good party game. It is not for parties. It is not for something to be like, oh, hey, you want to hang out? Let's do this. Mm. Uh, so I don't do that at parties because people, when I try, people would hate me. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to try anymore. They would riot. <laughs> yeah, they were very upset. Uh, and other than that, we would do, you know, you get the balls back when you get, when you both sink the ball. Mm-hmm. And that would be, those were like the only rules we played. But nowadays, uh, it's like now sometimes I'll allow an island, even though I hate it. So many rules. So many. Oh, so many beer pong rules. I like when you keep it simple. Yeah. Uh, balls back is good. Or like bouncing. I'm okay with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But when, yeah, when people start getting nuts, islands or overly re-rack, re-racking the cups, re-racks and I'm just like, and oh, just freaking throw the ball. Just throw the ball. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what rules that we played with. 
Uh, so I was I telling you about my beer pong games yes, I used you to play. Did. Okay, just yesterday we were talking about beer pong. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, my friend Andre, who is the reason I have these microphones. <laughs> shout out to Andre. <laughs> Good shout out. I feel like every episode these days. <laughs> uh, he used to hold. Uh, he used to host a New Year's party every year, and we would take that opportunity to go wild with beer pong, and we would play with these huge. We'd do three on three instead of two on two and we would do these giant triangles of cups um i feel like the original goal was like a hundred cups <laughs> but we quickly re- no. realized the way t- like building that doesn't make any sense and it's a massive amount of cups so you i gotta think do a chandelier at that point yeah uh i think we did end up doing like something so si- like the sides were like eight cups across so that's still like a you know 30 something mm-hmm. cups maybe it was like 36 i don't know uh and this was like because it was new year's we were like let's go nuts and um we like i said it was three on three and to lead it off and we were just i don't know how we were we weren't that huge into beer pong but for some reason we just got so into it but and without even saying anything all three of us on our first throw all bounced our balls to the other side and all three of them got in so that's like six cups uh, and wow. balls back. Wow! But we were like, "This is crazy. How do we like? We have to make we have to make a new rule like immediately right now to this game." And uh, my friend had set up the room so there could be like kind of a, sort of a dance party thing later in the night in a strobe light setup. And the rule was if you sink all three in, you get balls back, but you have to play with the strobe light only. <laughs> wow. Uh, and it was very intense. <laughs> I hate strobe lights. And Emily hates... This is how I found out Emily hates strobe no. lights. Oh, wow. Yeah. But so that was our unique rule was if you sink all three, you still get balls back, but you have to play with a strobe light instead of real lights. It's <laughs> a fun house rule. Yeah. Very unique. We, I think we were really going... This I told you I like simplicity, but this night we were going for mm-hmm. just Complicated. extreme rules. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. Yeah. It's New Year's, baby. Oh. <laughs> um, what are some other drinking games that you like to play? Hmm. Okay, well, there's baseball, which is also... It's like beer pong, um, but it incorporates uh, also flip cup. I mm. have played this. Uh, yeah. I, d- I never never understand the rules. Um, yeah, so uh, some friends and I do like a... Like every two months, three months, we'll do a baseball night where the express purpose is to play baseball. And mm-hmm. so all, that's all we're there for. No one's there to just hang out or talk or catch up. <laughs> That'll happen along the way, but you were there to play baseball. Mm-hmm. And that's a good old time. Mm-hmm. How do you, how you, is there a quick way to explain that? I, I actually don't know how to play this one. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you put like four cups on in a line in the middle of the table, like uh, vertically mm-hmm. um, on either side of the table. And then you, you throw the ball to either get like a single, which is the cl- cup closest to you. Mm-hmm. Double, uh, triple home run. And then if you get like a, a single, you go on base, which is like the flip cup ra- area. And you can steal a base by playing flip cup against a defender. Hmm. And then you do like in normal innings with like wow. three outs. Interesting. And how do you win? Um, just like normal. You go through like the nine innings. You do nine innings. Okay. Yeah, you do the nine innings. And well, how then are outs? Are the outs missed balls? Outs are missed balls. Or like if it bounce, hit, if it hits a rim and someone catches it, that's also an out. Ah. Um, pop fly and yeah. do you keep like 
points? Are there points? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So every time you score a run, it's like yeah. a point. There are yeah. runs in, in baseball, Emily. I don't know how they score in this game. <laughs> it's called baseball. <laughs> uh, I am a baseball snob, and I used to call them points all the time in baseball, mm. and people would correct me. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I know so much more about baseball than you probably will ever know. <laughs> wow. Uh, to this random person. Uh, but I just like got so used to in my life calling anything points in any sure. game. I used to play soccer when I was a kid. I guess those are goals. Yeah, those I, are goals. To me, anything they're still they're, they're technically points. Everything's points to me. I'm I'm with you. And yeah, don't correct me whether they're runs or points, but I will correct Emily. <laughs> it's her You're day not of reckoning. The hero. It's her day of reckoning. You're not the hero. Oh, the villain. We have two heroes well, and a villain. I'm gonna be slain by the end of this. <laughs> um yeah, that's those are those are two. Baseball's a good one, but it's a long one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love a good um, slap cup. Uh, what what is slap cup to you? A uh, slap cup to me is you. So you have a bunch of cups in the middle filled with like beer, mm-hmm. and you have two people with like you, mm-hmm. the, the table is like surrounded by people. Each have like two people have a cup. You have to bounce a ball into the cup, and if the person next to you hasn't done it yet, you slap the cup. We call this boom. boom. I called it boom, oh, and it was okay. my favorite game because I got to. I was pretty good at it, and I could yell boom <laughs> and knock the cup off the table. Yeah, we. I. I found uh, we ended up doing a. We would change it to stack cup, which is a cleaner version of slap cup because you're not slapping cups all over your house, where you stack the it. cups instead. And so then someone's having to throw a ball into like a twelve stack uh. of cups, <laughs> and it gets okay. to you. Okay. So when you slap it, you're slapping a cup with beer in it? No, you drink it. So like... So yeah, you're bouncing the ball into an empty cup. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Then, and then you reach to... Oh, yeah. okay. And then some, when you grab a beer, you drink it, and then that's the cup you play with. Mm-hmm. But so if you slap that cup, there's probably still beer in that cup because oh, no one drinks the whole beer. Yeah. And next thing yeah. you know, your apartment's littered with dots of beer everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, when I've played, it's not just dots of beer. It's so much beer. (laughs) Hang plastic sheeting on your walls. Mm -hmm. Um, I also like Flip Cup. Those are my two favorites. Yeah, I like Flip Cup a lot, too. Flip Cup is great, especially because there's so little Mm -hmm. explanation needed. And I also like playing drinking games outside. And that one's like a good one where you can just like line up on like picnic tables or whatever and just go nuts. I've played like some pretty like, you know, like 15 on 15 games Mm -hmm. of Flip Cup. And those are so extreme <laughs> so extreme and flip cup's like a game you can play with people you've never met before mm-hmm. and just um, you're immediately bound together yeah in these victories or defeats yeah and you and like the so the way the way i've played flip cup uh we can uh, yeah you're you're on opposite sides of a table and mm. you have a small small ish i mean i guess you have full cups but i typically it's like i don't know what like a quarter full of yeah. beer or something yeah Probably. chug the beer and then uh, you put the cup on the edge of the table, right side up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then with just a little bit of the bottom hanging out, and then you're flipping it with your finger, index finger, hand. I guess you could use whatever amount of fingers you want. Yeah. You flip the way you You, cho- you choose the fingers. Yeah. Um, and you can use your f- foot. Can you imagine? Wow. Oh, that probably on one of those bro YouTube channels. <laughs> uh, and you're trying to flip Dude it so it lands uh, upside down yes. and does not fall over. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then the ne- and then you're doing it in a line, so it's a relay race to, yep. to do this. We're all on the same page? Yeah, cool. we're all that on the same is page. How, that is exactly how I've always mm-hmm. played. So <laughs> I also find you get a bond with the person across from you who's like technically also your true. competitor, yeah. but it's kind of like, 
you have a mutual respect. You're in the same spot at the table. Yeah. I don't care about the person to the left or their right. That person right across from me, respect. It's true. <laughs> Another good thing about Flip Cup is that it is much shorter than all the other games we've so discussed. So much shorter. So you can like you can move on mm-hmm. if you're like me and you get bored. Yeah, but then you see, I if my team's winning and someone's like, "Oh, now I'm I'm done. I want to go enjoy the party." I I'm bummed. I'm yeah. just like, "Wow, we had a good thing going." Yeah. You ruined everything. Our team chemistry, we were just finding our, our groove. Wow. And... Do you guys ever do elimination flip cup? Like mm-hmm. a tournament situation? Uh, so the it's like Survivor. And the if your team loses, mm-hmm. uh, you have to vote somebody off your team. Wow. Or it's either, yeah, I think you vote someone off your team. Uh, or maybe it's like the slow, it's usually the person who in the most recent round struggled the most. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, and, uh, but then your team starts to drink the same amount of cups and flip the same amount of cups. So, um, if you have somebody eliminated, someone on your team has to now do it twice. Um, and by the end of it, <laughs> um, cause you would go until there's no one left on your mm-hmm. team. That last person is now just like chugging beers and trying to flip all the cups because they're they're they've have to take everyone's spot this sounds very interesting it's um, intense <laughs> i've never played it that way because i like all my friends and don't want to have to vote any of them out um i think it was I, yeah i think it was a vote yeah i mean pe- most people knew and some people would just be like i'm gonna i'm go. done <laughs> i get it um i that is an interesting way of playing though yeah thank i'm glad you find that interesting <laughs> i would have no qualms with voting someone out Wow. I'm there to win, and that's all I care about. Someone's the villain now. I, I've be, yeah. As in all great hero stories, the hero eventually becomes yeah. the villain. Another Dark Knight reference. You either die a hero or live to sell, you see yourself become mm-hmm. the villain. Dark Knight is so important. <laughs> um, do you all of... Do you prefer drinking games that are of some kind of um, athletic prowess as much as I... I'm straining to use athleticism <laughs> to describe oh, drinking games. I would describe it with athleticism. Yes. Or is it, or, or how do you feel about like card drinking games? I like those too. Okay. I like, I like, I like, uh, like the Kings. I like, um, those are just fun. Kings. Asshole, perhaps? <laughs> you play asshole? Uh, maybe. That's, you have to put a, a box of, like an empty box on your head. An empty box in it? I've never. Like played a, it. I, I don't know. Box. I don't know this rule from. This is. I've a, only played it like once, so I don't know. I've, this sounds like a regional rule. <laughs> it might be. This That's the best like, part about drinking games that they're all different. Yeah. Uh, the winner becomes the president, and the loser oh is my. the asshole. And you play multiple rounds. Uh-huh. And uh, anytime something negative happens to you, you drink basically. And there's like different ways like you can get skipped over. And you're trying to you're trying to get rid of all your cards first. Yeah. And if you're the president, you're sort of you can sort of boss the the asshole around, and the asshole is stuck. The asshole has to like deal the cards, okay. and it's also self perpetuating. And that the asshole position is the worst one in the game. Like you have to deal yourself. The last card always goes to you. Uh, you have to trade your best your best cards have to go to the president, and the president gives you their worst cards. Wow. Higher cards are better. Twos are wild cards so twos are technically the best card in the game um but uh yeah it just makes you make you get to drink a bunch and then it, and then 
you generally get to treat the asshole like shit. That's the that maybe is where the box in the head part comes from. Yes, Sounds about yeah. right. And you can make up your own rules where like you're like, oh, the asshole has to do this or whatever. And if you're the president three times in a row, at least this is how I'd play it, you get to make like an official rule. Whoa. That's like, okay, nobody is allowed to like set their drink on the table. So if you put it down, then you get caught and now you have to drink. It's kind of mm-hmm. like kings in that. In that yeah. Okay. That, because that's a king thing too. Like yeah. If you, yeah. If cards. You get, kings, you get to like make a roll. Yeah. I like kings a lot. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think card games are much better party games than beer pong or Definitely. baseball or the that's ones I, I mentioned as my favorites. <laughs> Beer pong's good if, like, you have a lot of people into it. Yeah. And you get, like, a good cycle. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. card games, you can just be like, even if the people are just like, I don't want to stand anymore, you just pull out cards and everyone yeah. can play cards. <laughs> um, oh, I like the one game. Is this Kings? It might be Kings. But the part about Kings I like is when you put the card under the tab. Mm. That's the part I like. Oh, yeah. Whether you're playing so with the opening the beer part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's have you there's like the king cup way where you just like pour stuff into a cup, and then uh, the way I've heard this rule, I don't think I've ever. Maybe I did play it this way once. It always sounds so gross, but you put one cup in the middle, and you make the cards into like a ring around the cup, mm-hmm. and um, every time you pull a king out of the pile you pour a little bit of whatever you're drinking into that king cup and then whoever breaks the circle of cards the first person to make them so they're not connected has to drink whatever's in that cup and it i mean it could be red wine plus bud light plus someone's like gin and tonic (laughs) and it's like don't want (laughs) i've never played that way and it sounds gross i played that way and it is gross Mm. yeah someone who has broken the ring Mm. wow don't break that ring. Don't break the ring. Don't be like Frodo. No. Uh. But also, like, in drinking games, I think because I'm so competitive, it makes me out to be a target mm-hmm. for a lot of these, and I bring that upon myself with my attitude. Mm-hmm. And so, like, mm-hmm. the, any game where it's, like, someone has to drink, like, a bad drink or the biggest cup, yeah, everyone wants it to be me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. I do like that part of games where you target someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you don't feel be- mean about it because everyone else no. is doing it. <laughs> Yeah, except when you're that person and you're like, everyone's being mean to me. <laughs> no, but I know I deserve it. it changes throughout the game. I feel like, or it changes every time. It's uh, been me before, but that that's just because people... It's me all the time, 24-7. That's me with video games because I'm pretty good, so people end up being like, let's all gang up on Matt in this one game. <laughs> you gotta go for the big dog. No. Uh, and sometimes it doesn't work, and that makes you, that does make you feel good when mm-hmm. I still win. Ugh, give it to me. Well. <laughs> give it to me. Um... All of these drinking games that we've discussed, mm-hmm. you have said that you're competitive. Yes. But is there something else about going to a party that you really like about these? About uh, like about like, drinking games generally. Without, regardless of the party, or or just like what is what attracts you to them? Uh, it depends. So I like if I don't know a lot of people at the party, it's a very easy way for me to make a connection with sure. some person I've never met. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'm never gonna walk up to someone like I very rarely am I just gonna walk up to someone I've never met. And be like, hey, let's talk about something. I don't know you. You don't know me. <laughs> Whereas with drinking games, like, okay, we're focused on this task. Yeah. Now we're talking about it. Oh, and now oh, we have this in common, or we know this. Yeah. So like that's one. Or to go to a house where you don't know anyone and play beer pong and then win, and now you feel like the champ. Yeah. 
Uh, and you're like, okay, I don't know anyone here, and this is all I do now. This is my one task. <laughs> yep. And as soon as I lose, I will pack up my things and, and politely move to a different leave city. the party. <laughs> yes, I will leave, move to a different city. Okay. I don't, I don't deserve to live here anymore. <laughs> I've done what I had, came here to do. Which was win at beer pong. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get that. Mm-hmm. There's something communal about them. Yeah. It's like yeah. a good icebreaker. Yeah. That's why I think Flip Cup is such a good game. For sure. Yeah. Flip Cup is great for that. Mm-hmm. And no one really seems to give a damn about that game. I mean, people do get competitive, but I feel like it's, 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 yeah. There's an interesting thing, especially if you have like big enough teams where like you're concerned with yourself, but then like the rest of it, you're just kind of like, let's go. Ah! Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, it was like a DCM, the last, like the last DCM that was in New York, RIP. Pour one out. <laughs> yeah. Pour, pour some tea out. Well, like in the party space, there's like a game, it was like a 30 person game of, flip cup oh i remember this and i i was like playing with people from like all these different countries and yeah it was so it's so fun especially to be at the end of the table and be like cheering people on yeah it's great i was i was a part of said game it was quite epic <laughs> <laughs> that means we probably we, we probably played together yeah, yeah. Oh, i don't remember this time. which was, means i was not a part of the game mm, it, shame. it was i was shame so long like so. i like like not time i mean time wise yes mm-hmm. also but yeah. long in uh yeah. number of feet <laughs> and it's international so also centimeters and meters <laughs> yeah yeah we gotta shout out to the centimeters and meters people you gotta you gotta all standard mm-hmm. units of measurement mm-hmm. gotta be embraced Absolutely. i love measurement and i love standards <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not gonna change no <laughs> maybe two or three table lengths that might be a, a way of saying it of like folding tables yeah. yeah um where was this in the party space oh this on the inside upstairs yeah. maybe upstairs for sure okay yeah this is like right before you went outside yeah i have a vague recollection of this mm-hmm. if you've ever we're big talking inside right now but oh, if, yeah. inside baseball but if you've ever been in a house and there's a part of it where the games happen that's what we're talking that's about we're talking about <laughs> just um, imagine that room maybe it's the basement of your house. <laughs> Just close your eyes and think of that room with all that space. That room. And you put the table there. You wow. don't care that you're slapping beers against the wall. <laughs> when I was in college, we used our basement, which was mostly unfinished because if mm-hmm. it got dirty, it was fine. It wasn't carpet. I feel like one third of all drinking games I've played have been in someone's living room. One third have been outside and one third have been in a basement. <laughs> That's yeah. how I feel. I've been in some really dingy fraternity basements. Yeah. Because we did a beer pong league mm-hmm. in college. Oh my god! Naturally, and, uh, naturally, and yeah, you got to go to the away games too. And you know, some of them were in some dingy basements. Did what you day ha- of the week was this? Uh, very various days. Okay, <laughs> it's whatever you could make every it work. <laughs> every day. Um, oh my god! Okay, I have to ask questions about this now. Did you have practice? I mean, you've already been practicing up to that point. Uh, you probably like you partnered up with someone, and you probably just partnered up with someone who you play the most games with. They're mm-hmm. in like in the house, so you had a you had a regular buddy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I had um, like a regular partner who's like my best friend. Uh, he lives in New York now too. Wow. Um, and yeah, do you go around hitting the league here? <laughs> Are you guys tearing up the it, New York party scene? Uh, yeah, we're tearing up the New York beer pong scene. <laughs> just shove it to people's houses. <laughs> the and... underground, just throw money on the table. And... It's like Fight Club, but <laughs> exactly in beer pong. I just yeah. imagine you go to someone's party and you have like uh, wrestling championship belts <laughs> on and you're like, just as like 
<laughs> beer pong tag team champs or something. <laughs> oh, to own a belt like that. What a dream. Mm, quite an idea. <laughs> we have any rich listeners <laughs> want to th- throw us a bone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those rich listeners out there. Yeah. I don't I mean, I don't know how much money any of our listeners have. <laughs> um, Are you... I feel like in the adult world, sure. you see these games less often sure. That's at true. parties. That's true. How yeah. often are you playing these games now? Nowadays, uh, definitely not as much as I'd like, but more than you'd think. Because mm-hmm. uh, like I, some of my fraternity brothers are like in the city, and so well, I'll like play with them from time mm-hmm. to time. But also like some um, people I met like through improv or like other things um, play. Like the people I do the baseball night with is like. Not no um, for training people at all. Well, huh. do you ever go to those bars that have uh, beer pong? I've been to a couple of them. I I like those a lot. Yeah, but then it gets so exp- it just gets too expensive. Yeah, it really does. It's like oh, let me buy another pitcher of beer. <laughs> Woof, for twenty whatever dollars <laughs> yeah. in New York. I, yeah, like sometimes it gets more, like, more than that. Maybe? Yeah, the pong bar, the pong bars generally charge a little bit more because it's like they know you need it. Mm-hmm. Gotta get that fixed. They need this. I need to throw a ball in the cup. Um, there's beer pong at the party we were at last night. There was. We there was some video game playing and there's some beer pong playing and it sounds like a great party. I stayed away from the beer pong table. I feel really good about it. I actually did too. People seemed I they there seemed to be some pretty competitive people playing. Mm-hmm. And I don't always mind that, but I was not feeling it at that moment in my life. <laughs> I'd gladly play with you, even though you're competitive. Uh, thank you. You seem friendly enough <laughs> i'm not friendly when i'm at the table oh my god <laughs> he just became a different person this is the, i'm a menace this is the villain hero dichotomy <laughs> yeah um do you, uh are there any other beer uh drinking games we've missed any, i don't think we've missed any big ones yeah the only other thing i'm thinking of is like there's a ton of like yard games that like you drink when you're playing them <laughs> But I don't oh, think that's yeah. necessarily that, a drinking game. That's why I'm not yeah. not here. To just, other other than like the Polish horseshoes, other than that name, it involves it involves a required amount of drinking. Polish horseshoes. You I've stick a beer bottle on the top of a pole, uh-huh. like a like a ski pole that you stick in the ground or something. Okay. And I believe there's some people play that you have to have a beer in one hand at all times, mm-hmm. one of your hands. And you're trying to throw frisbees at the other pole and knock their beer bottle on the ground. And the reason you always have to be holding a one beer is because of your other hand is to catch the frisbee or catch the falling beer bottle. And if you can do that, like that's that's playing defensively, being able to mm-hmm. catch the things because that prevents points from happening. Um, maybe an offensive name. I don't know. Polish horseshoes. I'm half Polish and I'm furious having heard this. It sounds wow. possible. I don't know what about it makes it because po- there's a lot of Polish jokes as we may be aware yeah. that are uh, offensive in that particular way where it's calling Polish people stupid. I don't know how Polish horseshoes does not seem to insinuate any kind of dumbness. Mm-hmm. So maybe it really is from Poland. I don't know. I've, We're going to have to look this up. We're going to have to look this up. You're half Polish, you should tell me. <laughs> yeah, I know. They, they, this, this was missed in the Polish training oh my. that I underwent. Can't, I can't you imagine. Only get, you only get half the knowledge when you're half Polish. Oh, wow. Right, this is in the other volume. Yeah, this is volume two. I got volume one. This is in the New Testament of uh, yeah. Polish So I can tell you what a pierogi is, but I can't tell you what well. Polish horseshoes are. Honestly, probably better off. Oh, I agree. I yeah. agree. 
You're the hero. Thank you. <laughs> I'll ask my, I have a friend who's from Poland. I could ask him. Get him to confirm. Yeah. Wow. That's he got, research. He got the whole training. He's from there. <laughs> you got to ask him. Um, do you speak Polish? Not at all. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask. My friend speaks it fluently because he's from there. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. Although he doesn't speak with any... His English is without accent. Wow. Um, so it's very surprising when you hear him. Like, I think his parents maybe either don't speak English or don't prefer to speak English. So he'll if he's talking to them on the phone or something, he just like switches into Polish and you wouldn't, ex- you don't expect it out of him because mm-hmm. he just speaks with no accent at all mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or just like, I mean, American accent or whatever, but uh, the yeah. Polish and it's just, whoa, for, and every time it gets me. And he's been my friend for a long time. Still gets me. <laughs> Constantly surprised. Because he picks up the phone and I don't know he's picking up. Could be anybody. Someone from America? Someone from Poland? Who knows? <laughs> it could be someone from somewhere else. No, he only speaks to... He's actually extremely bigoted. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Uh, no, that's not true. And I feel bad saying it. <laughs> now say his name on the podcast. Luckily, I didn't say his name yet. So I will continue not to. And... Mm, if you listen to this, let me know. Uh, <laughs> but I have, it's not impossible that he listens to this, but I have my doubts. <laughs> this is a good way to find out. It's a good way to find out, yeah. Occasionally I do. very offensive towards me. I'm not, no longer your friend. <laughs> hey, but thanks for listening. <laughs> Sometimes I do insult friends and then kind of say, hey, if you hear this, say something. And <laughs> not once have they, so therefore they're <laughs> insulting me by not listening. It's true. It's true. And also there's, uh, this is episode. Uh, 77 of it maybe so i don't expect everyone to listen to every yeah. minute of a year and a half of these <laughs> podcasts <laughs> i mean if you're into it please go ahead and listen to it mm-hmm. I'm li- i've listened to them all by being a part of them <laughs> i have also listened to every single one yeah um wow uh because we're here you weren't here no you've I've listened to two of them and now three because you're here and now three because i'm here wow that's like doubling no <laughs> tripling with 50 percent more yeah yeah i didn't know what that was um yeah no i mean i don't listen i'm not here to begrudge anyone to listen to any <laughs> number of episodes we just got on that path and <laughs> here we are um on a happier topic yeah you talk about pixar movies yes let's, i was just gonna transition let's transition because yes. you know what we hit that 30 minute mark already but this, oh. we're flying through this podcast so honestly let's talk pixar for a little uh, bit okay i didn't know i didn't realize we hit the 30 minute mark i was like wow that felt like a long time maybe we, not we did drinking games for a while there i mean we guess we don't have to talk about pixar no movies. let's well, talk you, about you pixar. brought it up let's talk about it uh, this is like a this will be like a teaser about pixar <laughs> <laughs> uh okay well my favorite one is up that's my up, favorite up's the best wow you too I, pod. Well. It's just so great. I saw it in theaters. I remember my little brother and sister, they were very young at the time, asking me why I was crying during the opening segment. I mm-hmm. was like, you don't get it yet. You'll see. Mm-hmm. It's just so beautiful. You were being a great role model for them. Thank you. That is a, that is a good, like, crying to show them that you can cry. That's, that is, I mean, and I mean this sincerely, that is like a good role model thing. Like, anyone who knows me knows that I can cry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, why is Up your favorite? I mean, it's first off, that beginning is just so sweet and like what a journey they take you on. And it really shows you that if you like without seeing that, you just see Carl and you think he's just some angry man. Mm. But everyone has a backstory. You don't know how they got there and you get to see his. And then you see him live out their dream together. 
and him being this father figure to Russell. And then at the end, I cried so much at the end too oh, because it's such a beautiful it. moment. Yeah, <sighs> it's just such a so emotional, and the characters are so just real in a way, mm-hmm. and you just can't help but feel feel something for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even Kevin. The bird. Yeah. Fully developed character. Fully developed character. Love the bird. And the dog. Uh, bird, dog, squirrel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the main thing, my main takeaway from that movie, um, that in the beginning being so, so sad. Oh my goodness. It's so sad, but it's also, it's such a good, it's mm-hmm. such a good movie. Uh, I was, the most I've ever cried easily at a movie was seeing Toy Story 4. I like really was pulling my eyes out for so the beginning. I was like, "Oh no, they're they're doing up to me again." Because <laughs> the beginning is sad. Yeah, and then I think I have a lot of I have a lot of tears of joy, and just like it, I guess it's not sadness, but it's like that the I'm trying to not spoil it. I guess because the movie mm-hmm. is pretty recent, but the end is like it just changes everything. It's yeah. like a, it's like a growth. It's like yeah you can't yeah it was so shock and i had i i don't think i've 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 cried at a lot of i've had i've shed tears at many a movie <laughs> this is the first time i ever had tears just streaming down my face wow. and was like wiping them away and i was there also by myself in a <gasps> giant movie theater that only had i was by myself and there was maybe six other people in the whole theater mm-hmm. uh because i went and saw like a sunday afternoon show Mm -hmm. in not new york (laughs) and yeah just so many tears and i like i was like why i'm it won't stop it won't (laughs) stop uh but i don't remember i don't remember being sad but it is like it's emotional yeah very emotional yes very emotional i i saw when as i was i like got emotional during that movie and as i was leaving i was like oh man wow what an emotional experience and then i heard a little girl say to infinity and beyond Mm. And I immediately got emotional again because I'm like, wow, this young generation's experiencing Toy Story for their own selves. Yeah. And- Why Toy Story is is especially true with this because I, I've long heard that like adults and kids have completely different con- concepts of watching these movies because mm-hmm. kids they're way happier watching them. Oh yeah. Uh, and to them, they're it like even as they came out, like I find this most one the, the most recent one like the most emotional. Um, but probably because I'm the oldest seeing that, mm-hmm. but I've like gone back and watched the first one. And now, cause like, and I loved that one as a kid. It came out when I was 11, I think it came out in 96. I was born in 85, 11. Um, <laughs> thank you for the math. <laughs> and I remember really liking it then. Um, but now I watch it and like the, the part where Buzz tries jumping out the window, like when he's in Sid's house and he's like, it's that really uh, triumphant song about like, uh, or he sees the he sees a TV commercial to find out mm-hmm. that he's actually a toy, and he gets really sad. And he's like, and the song turns triumphant, and he goes, "No, I can fly. I'm not a toy." And then he leaps off the banister and falls, and his arm falls off. So this is I really, <laughs> this really gets me. This is how much I remember it. <laughs> and the music turns again, where like it just becomes sad again, mm-hmm. and he's just so defeated. And I I don't think it hit me. That didn't hit me the same way as a kid as it does now. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, I will cry now at that, even though there's not a chance I cried when I was a kid. Because mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I either didn't care or was still like, Buzz is cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the weight of it wasn't there. The last Pixar movie, I bawled my eyes out 
during was Coco. I cried oh, probably Coco's during three good. quarters of that whole movie was spent mm. tears streaming down my face for so many, like all of the reasons. Yeah. I also, yeah. I did not see Coco in the theaters. I watched it on Netflix mm. and I also cried. It was very good. Oh. Um, I, I saw Inside Out on a plane. I missed it in theaters and I cried on that plane again mm-hmm. by myself because <laughs> uh, there's, there's two pretty big gut punches in that movie, oh, yeah. at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One, I honestly think the part that made me cry in that is maybe the saddest thing in all of Pixar. Oh, my goodness. What? And uh, it's um, it's when... Uh, what, what's her name? What's the what's the main... What's Amy Poehler's oh. character's name? I don't know. Oh, Joy. 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 Uh, when she leaves, like, the void where everything, like, disappears, oh, where the memories go away. Oh, my goodness. And uh, you say goodbye to a character right there. <laughs> and, Don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen Inside Yeah, I guess, yet. I guess. Although, <laughs> I will say I saw it twice. And the second time, I I, I cried more because I knew it was coming. Yeah, same. And it, like, got me... I was sad at realizing it was about to happen. And then it happens, mm-hmm. and you, you were already primed to cry about it. Um, So, I liked Inside Out. I did not cry. Mm. Wow. I would not say it's... Well, Up is my favorite, but... I want to put it in my top three. You would okay. or wouldn't? I wouldn't. wouldn't. I would not. I mean, it's so, there's also good, um, yeah. except for a couple of them. But um, <laughs> What's your least favorite Pixar movie? Okay. Everyone hates Cars. Oh, that's mine. <laughs> that was going to be mine, too. I think it's a fun movie. I think it's. I don't think it's as good. I, I think it's still better than most DreamWorks movies. Yeah. Uh, I think that's but fair. for a Pixar movie and like what we expect from a Pixar movie, mm-hmm. it's definitely not there. It's a straight up kids movie, yeah. yeah. Rather than all the other ones, which are written kind of for both. Yeah, um, yeah. There's one is Good Dinosaur is one, and I've not seen it, so I cannot speak to it. Good Dinosaur is fine. That's mm-hmm. the one I feel like people throw the most shade at. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people haven't seen it because it's just sometimes they forget it's a Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. It, I, yeah. It was very much just fine. It came out. It it kind of came out when there was more of a flurry of Pixar movies. I think Pixar is yeah. better when they do like one a year. Mm-hmm. But the Good Dinosaur, I think, came out a year where there was two Pixar movies. Maybe uh, yeah. Brave. Maybe I think came out Brave the same year. was right in the same year. Yeah, I liked Brave. Brave and was it good. Felt like I never I actually didn't end up seeing Good Dinosaur because, and I, I always mean to see all of them in theaters, and mm-hmm. then sometimes I just it doesn't work out. Yeah. Um, but I did think I think I saw Brave in theaters and not the Good Dinosaur. And then people were bummed about it. I was bummed that they didn't have a short in front of Toy Story 4. I was too. Mm. I was, I was so very bummed. bummed. I love the shorts. Um, Lava? Lava's good. Lava's my... I I was destroyed during Lava. Before the movie... Before... What what movie was that? I don't remember when the movie was before, but I think it might have been Inside Out, actually. I think so. But I was... Lava destroyed me. And I put it on. I was like, oh, maybe I can listen to it now. Like I put it on my music playlist. Then it'll come up. Like I was at work one day, and I was like, it came up, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> he's sinking into the ocean!" Yeah, destroyed me. Some recency bias, but I really liked the dumpling one. Uh, bow, bow, yeah, adore, like truly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all of these make me emotional. Yeah, it's hard to find a movie that doesn't make me emotional. Yeah, was that Incredibles too? Yeah, bow. Mm-hmm. which we didn't talk about Incredibles at all. I love. We have also not talked about Finding Nemo. I know. Yeah, I uh, I love the Incredibles. The first one is like perfect. So good. It's like, that's how you make a Fantastic Four movie, mm-hmm. idiots at Fox. <laughs> Still hire me to write something for you. <laughs> Please. Um, they know, though. <laughs> I like The Incredibles a lot. 
I like the kid characters and how they try to mm-hmm. they save their parents. When the when Incredibles first came out, that was like that to me solidified Pixar as like wow. And I think it maybe did for a lot of people because I think you have a couple good movies, but you don't know. And maybe I feel like even before that, people didn't even really recognize Pixar as necessarily being its own thing. And then that came out and was such a hit and was so great that it was like, now everyone knows what Pixar is. I feel like that put, like, officially put them on the map where everyone is like, I love these guys. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that was before or after Finding Nemo because Finding Nemo was that mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think with, like, The Incredibles, it's like, oh, they can do any genre. Mm-hmm. And they'll make they'll put like their Pixar twist or it's some emotional story, but like any genre they can yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing the next one is uh the like uh goblins and stuff. Yeah. Like fantasy but in present day. I'm kind not of thing. the trailer hasn't sold me yet. I'll I be haven't honest. seen the trailer. I'm also not crazy about the trailer, but I'm hoping that's just because it's a it's a trailer. That's what I'm hoping for also. Like, eh. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go see it. But I was like, this hasn't didn't really strike me as like wow this is a pixar movie mm-hmm. yeah it also doesn't really tell you much about the movie it kind of yeah. introduces you to the world they're in yeah but I mean, that's the idea it doesn't really tell you like there's no real hints i mean it's a road trip movie or whatever but yeah. other than that there's no hints to the plot yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean I, i'll see all their stuff there are mm-hmm. a co- i haven't seen good dinosaur i haven't seen ratatouille yet. oh i love ratatouille so fun uh i tried I got a DVD of it. I rented it. <laughs> okay. But it was like somehow damaged, like it didn't oh. play. And I returned it and then that was the end of that. <laughs> and this is when you could rent DVDs. <laughs> I should watch it. Ratatouille is one I, pa- one I passed on because th- I was like, oh, it doesn't look that interesting. That's so good. And then I, I saw it like on, I think, Netflix or something. And it was so, it's so charming. It's charming. Was that the before Incredibles? I think so. Now I'm thinking like that's why I may have skipped it because I, I was like... I think it might be after Incredibles 1. No, I'm, I mm. don't remember. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it was while I was in college, but I don't remember what yeah. part of college. And we also didn't mention Wally yet. Oh, I've been sitting here waiting to talk about it. <laughs> Wally. Uh, so I think... I think if I'm talking favorites, I just love... I love all four of the Toy Story movies. I, I can't mm-hmm. even... Whatever, but... Three is my favorite. I love Wally so much. I think I think when if you really gun to my head, told me to name my favorite Pixar movie. I'm going to ask you later. <laughs> no, right now is like Wally because yeah. I love the beginning. It's like 40 minutes of no dialogue. Yeah. Uh, I was I even remember like being impressed that like kids were into that. Like because you think of kids as all being so anxious and wanting action and fast talking characters because that's what, like what everything prior to that is but wally just is like no we're gonna make a movie like this <laughs> mm-hmm. um i also like the message of the movie yeah um yeah the in a lot of ways the environmental stuff mm-hmm. the corporation stuff the everything that's going on in that movie it's a very really political movie. movie yeah and it's before and before that was like <laughs> like now if wally came out now people would be like was this liberal bullshit or whatever <laughs> but like back then it was before we were so divided as a country yeah. and we yeah. all just knew there was trash everywhere <laughs> just looked out your window and saw trash um there was, was trash everywhere uh Our I, poor planet man mm-hmm. i like so much of that movie mm-hmm. um what is your favorite scene in wally favorite scene in wally is is doesn't he like give up his charge to charge eva or at some point, or he loses his charge and 
she tries to charge him. I think yeah. So. Yeah. He yeah. does briefly die. <laughs> when he briefly dies and then he gets brought back is such a wonderful part. Mm-hmm. And also like the beginning montage where he's like dancing and playing around is yeah, so I love, great. I love his little house where he has all yes. like knickknacks everywhere, which also is full of Easter eggs to other Pixar movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like lots of little crap in there. <laughs> um, oh man, Wally's so good. Maybe my favorite character is just Wally. He's... Such a little sweetie. Mm-hmm. Let's talk really about is. Finding Nemo. Yes. Finding Nemo. Um, what are your thoughts on Finding Nemo, both of you? Uh, love Finding Nemo. Beginning, again, very emotional so beginning. emotional. And such a... so All these movies are just so heartwarming. They're so heartwarming. Yeah. Uh, I think Nemo. Finding Nemo... And this is maybe overstepping, but it's one of the most quotable Pixar movies. Yeah. You, I could That's ref- true. Just Keep Swimming is something just I think swimming, about. Just Keep Swimming. Nemo Touched the Butt. I don't know that. I don't know that one. Yeah. It's one of Emily's favorites. <laughs> I reference it a lot. It's when they're they're the, all the fish kids. Mm-hmm. The school of fish. The school of fish. They see a boat, and one of them is like, dares Nemo to go touch the boat, but they think it's called a butt, mm. so they say Nemo touch the butt. Interesting. And then he swims back, and then he gets taken. That's when he gets taken. Mm-hmm. You made me ink. <laughs> also from that same no um i love this movie i don't remember the quotes of I don't remember the well. quote. i'm not good at movie quotes at um, all it's my second favorite it's really good i do really like i've never seen finding dory me it was good i actually know i did see it uh, it's another i there's so many movies i i mean to see them i kind of want to watch ratatouille tonight now you should <laughs> um my biggest problem with finding dory was that it's set in an aquarium and at one point they have a whale section and there's a whale shark in the whale section and it was not acknowledged that a whale shark is a fish and not a whale. You should write them and oh. they'll probably take it down. I think they should. Um, cancel finding email. Cancel. It obviously or Dory or whatever. still bothers me. They could have just said something mm-hmm. and said they're just letting a bunch of kids think that a whale shark is a whale. Yeah. But it's not. It can't breathe through a blowhole. No. It is a fish. It has gills. Wow. This is wake up kids in your craw. <laughs> Uh, oh, also, sorry, before mm-hmm. we, if, if we're getting, cl- I don't know how close we're at the end, but Monsters, Inc. is <sighs> such a joy. I love the Boo and Sully. Just that whole moment is one of my favorite things. Yeah, I I, I think that's an, it's an inventive movie. That was like them really Very, thinking about yeah. how to make, like, I do like when they, when they're trying to like solve how to make a movie or like take sort of like an existing idea, like, you know, they just start with monsters. Mm-hmm. They're like, "How do? All right, we're Pixar. How do we make a? How do we make a movie with monsters in it or whatever?" And just the way they do that, where they're harvesting scares for energy, mm-hmm. I'm like, "God, that's so weirdly smart!" Like, <laughs> it's so like all their movies are so imaginative, and the world building they do is so much more than anyone would think is necessary. Mm-hmm. But it's just so such a, so many great details. Yeah, yeah. Like harvesting scares for energy is truly just genius. Yeah. But then it's laughs that really get them the power they need. Ooh, no. Spoiler yeah. alert. And you know It's been out forever. As a bunch of comedians, <laughs> we're we're generating so much energy with this podcast. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we should be able to go to Monsters Inc. <laughs> um, um I'm gonna ask, what are your top three favorite Pixar movies okay. to both of you? you Rank alluded, so much. You alluded to this earlier. Uh yes, and I know mine. Okay. In uh, up is number one. Um I will say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Monsters Inc. 
number two, and then I'm gonna say uh, Incredibles two, number oh, three. Wow. Oh, I do like Incredibles too. Uh, that's a that's a bold move on that I one. I know, I know. And I did really like the second one though. <laughs> it's really good. I was I used, was obsessed with the soundtrack for a while because mm-hmm. there's a uh, the Elastigirl song, her like theme song. Yeah, so good, <laughs> so good. Um, the other two are good too, but they did a Frozone and a Mr. Incredible one on the, I don't even know if that's in the movie, but they're on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. The last girl one's the best, but the other two are also pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, my Matt, top yeah. three. <laughs> Matt, what are your top three? Um, okay. I'm going to make it simple. I'm going to say, well, mm, yeah. So I'm going to say Wally's Wally, number one. Mm. And I'm going to say Toy Story is number two, even though. God, all four of those are so good. Uh, <laughs> I love all four of them. The OG one starts it all, and there's so much to love in that one. Mm-hmm. And I also is the one that I can like probably beat for beat remember the like the whole thing. <laughs> wow. Um, I could probably I could probably go scene for scene in that movie and tell you everything that happened in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Incredibles one. Wow. Nice. Controversial. That or or. Yeah, and I also, oh man, I do love Inside Out. Oh, they're all so good. Mm-hmm. They're all so good. So good. <sighs> Emily, yeah, thank Emily. you. Uh, up, Finding Nemo, Toy Story three. Mm-hmm. Nice. Have you Toy seen four? Yes. Mm-hmm. Three has the scene that is the most emotional I've ever been oh, about a goodness. Pixar movie. Absolutely. When they're about to be <laughs> yeah crushed and they hold hands. Yeah. Weeping, just weeping. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That scene, I think that's that's a scene I actually didn't know. I mean, in hindsight, I guess you know, but also watching it, you're still in it. You yeah. still you believe it's going to happen. Yeah. I think Toy Story four, you really don't know what's going to happen until it does. Because mm-hmm. it really can't. It really knowing Woody's deal, mm-hmm. uh, his driving uh, motivation and in, in everything, you kind of think he's not going to do what he does, and then he does it anyways. And you're yeah. Like, Wow. No. Even toys can grow. Even toys can grow. I had a secret hope that in Toy Story, Woody would be passed down to Andy's kids. Me too. And I am sad that that didn't happen, but I do like the direction it's gone. I'm I, not saying I'm I don't you. like what has happened. Yeah. I wonder if they'll make another one. It'd be really weird if they did. It'd be so weird if do they did. Do you follow Woody or do you follow the other toys? It's funny about Toy Story... The first movie, it definitely feels like Buzz and Woody are equal leads. Yeah. In it. But it, starting with the second one, it's clear that Woody is the lead in yeah. all the rest of them. Uh, and Buzz seems to get less and less in each one of them. Thanks because they don't want to put Tim Allen on, give him any more like voice rights. Yeah. And Tom, I mean, Tom Hanks. Gotta love him. Oh, you gotta love Tom Hanks. I think, uh, though, even in the first one, I would say Woody is the more major character. Mm-hmm. Slightly, but he he is, but n- yeah. Buzz is his foil. Like, yeah. There's yeah. The I usurper. Mean, the usurper. You get a sense that well, because there's so much of the bad Woody in that that he yeah yeah. Um, but I'd say it like percentage of screen time just like ticks down every time mm-hmm. for for Buzz. And considering, mm-hmm. I mean, I loved Buzz when I like dressed up like I made a costume. I cosplayed as Buzz back before mm-hmm. that was a term people used. <laughs> Uh, I like made us. I made his whole outfit out of cardboard. <laughs> wow! And it was it was pretty good. I've never maybe the craftiest thing I've ever done. <laughs> um, but it's like your toys were really cool. They I'll were, say that. yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I just love all Pixar movies. They're all so good. Um, drinking game every time they make you cry. I'd oh my be, god, you'd be crying. Chug a beer. You'd, you'd have to. Just... I'd be gone. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that mm-hmm. does wrap that up. Unless you had any more Pixar things you wanted to get out there. I'm good. I'm good. I think we talked about all the major movies. Yeah. Actually, all of them, but yeah. all the. I major apologies ones. to your yes. listeners if we missed an important yeah. one. We didn't talk at all about Monsters University, but um, I haven't seen that one. So we're specifically talking about Cars two and three. Yeah, we mentioned Cars, and we meant yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Monsters University. It's fine. <laughs> Same and agree. Yeah. Um, I think I saw it in theaters. I was really excited because I did like Mo- the original Monsters. Yeah, Club. and it's it's yeah, it's yeah. one of those things. Let's get improv nerdy for a second. It's like instead of following the game, you followed the plot. Yep. And yeah. you were just like, let's see what this was like here. And it was just mm-hmm. not as good. It's not the same thing. I just remembered that the best part about Monsters Inc. is the very end when he finds the piece of the door and then he finds Boo. <sighs> yeah. It's so good. It's good. I might watch that tonight. That one's got definitely some of those. Oh, that one's like heartwarming in a way where none of it's sad. It's just mm-hmm. like, yeah. man. That's great. That's great. It's a very fuzzy movie. Yeah. Pun intended on those uh, fuzzy uh, characters. They are pretty fuzzy. Uh, okay. Topics over. Topics uh, done. Brandon, do you have anything you wanted to plug? Um, come see uh, Game 7 on Herald Night at UCB Hell's Kitchen uh, Tuesdays at 7.30. Tuesdays at 7.30. Go to the Hell's Kitchen mm-hmm. if you're in New York. Yeah. Or if you're not, come fly out you're here. You've got to come see it. Fly out early Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Go to Herald Night. There you go. Give them a suggestion. They're going to ask for one. They're going to ask this for is, one. They, they want a suggestion. Give yeah. a good suggestion. Yeah. And then uh, depending on the flight times, I don't know those. Of course. You could fly out after the show or the next morning. Yeah. Take your pick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> learn about the Herald. <laughs> Started in Chicago. Brought to New York by the UCB4. <laughs> oh, God. Um Put that gun to my head and just pull the trigger instead of <laughs> ask me what my favorite picture oh, wow. movie is. Um, <laughs> I'm, bit, I'm just, I've got too many things in my brain and it's, yeah. Anyways, maybe I'll cut that whole part out. Who knows? <laughs> you won't. I won't. I'll forget about this when it comes time to edit. Um, thank you for so much for being on. Yes, the thank you so much for these wonderful topics. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I feel like we did both of them justice. I think I did. truly believe we did. Yeah. No. Um, all right. Uh, I've been Matt Armando. I've been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD. With Matt Emily. Thank you. Bye. Bye.